This is the Loving Life Podcast, coming from a parent's perspective, where we take a look at the past, the present, and discuss what the future has in store for all of us. Welcome to the Loving Life Podcast. All right, welcome to uh, season number two, episode 17. It is the Loving Life Podcast. It's Charlie, and I'm joined by my wife, Sandra. Hello. Hello. How are you today? I'm wonderful. Nice. All right, uh, it is a wonderful day today. Uh, of course, it is every day when I'm doing a podcast with you. Um, I'm just buttering you up here a little bit. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, we've been uh, we've been talking about some stuff over the past couple of weeks here um, about our summer vacation. Mm-hmm. And actually, you know, last uh, the last podcast we were talking about different types of vacations right. to take, and I think this one for us is a little bit different. Uh, the same in it's involving a beach and water. Hey, I could do that every year for but, the rest of my life. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, but this is going to be a little different because we're going to go back to a place where I used to vacation when I was younger. And we're right. talking like grade school, high school. Uh, and that's a long time ago. And we're actually going to a place where um, uh, uh, where my grandparents used to vacation all the time. So I'm very excited about it. But when we're planning our vacation, uh, it's a process to say the least because we're also including your Aunt Janet, mm-hmm. who's about my age. Right. Um, and her son, Mm -hmm. and we just do the family vacation, which is pretty cool. So we've gone to, uh, we've gone to Jamaica together. We did, uh, Dominican Republic together. Uh, and you know, so those types of vacations, we try to get that done at least once a year. Um, so as we're planning, I noticed that the kids were just a little bit more involved than usual, asking questions about where we're going. And then they're looking online because this time Instead of doing this all-inclusive thing, we're actually doing a, it's an Airbnb, right? Yep. Um, and I, I don't know very much about those. I just know that people put their houses out for mm-hmm. people to destroy. Yeah, <laughs> and, pretty much. <laughs> but there's rules. There are rules you no, got to yeah, follow. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And we saw those rules mm-hmm. uh, going through that. But the kids were a little bit more involved in that and yeah. you know, asking more questions of where we want to go and how much does it take to get there and all the planning stuff, which... Got me thinking about how much do our kids really grasp the concept of money? Like how much does it cost to plan something like this? Because you're talking about airfare and hotel, right? Yeah. But then you're talking about potential rent-a-car, mm-hmm. and then you're talking about groceries because this place, we're going to do grocery shopping. Right. Um, and then there's all the things that you buy when you're there and the different restaurants that you go to, and at the end of the day... Boop, it's like a huge dollar bill, right? Yeah. So it got me also thinking, do they know what the concept of money is? Saving money, making money, investing money. Um, I got an interesting email, and it uh, there's an author out there. His name is Greg Merced. Uh, he's a certified financial planner. Um, and he asked the question, how much do our kids learn about being financially responsible? Um, there's only eight schools in the state of Arizona, the state of Arizona, Mm -hmm. eight high schools that actually require students to take a personal finance course to graduate. Wow. I think that's great. Don't you think that that should be a requirement in all schools? I think so. I mean, especially nowadays. It's so easy to jump onto Amazon and just buy this and buy that and yeah. buy this Especially and buy that. Especially when they have your the parents' credit card on file. Right? Like our kids do. <laughs> Crazy. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should change that. Yeah, maybe. 
Now, our oldest, uh, Mia, has been working a job for the past few summers now, and she makes uh-huh. pretty good money. She makes really good money. Um, and because she is strictly doing her college work right now mm-hmm. uh, during school, we're not requiring her to have a gig. No. But she's been thinking about doing right. having some type of gig, which I think is good, um, and making some money because, you know, I'm in, I'm in, I have, well, you and I do have the control of, we can see what's in our account, and then <laughs> I end up popping money in there every once yeah. in a while, so it doesn't go to zero. Yeah. But I, it makes me wonder, does she really know how to budget yeah, that Yeah, and stuff? I also, also know that, you know, she helps us out by picking up her little sister. She fills her car up with gas all the time. You know what I mean? It. Yeah, I she helps out as well. So I take that into account as part of her expenses. I know, you know what I mean? She's very helpful and so in that sense. So, right. you know. Well, she's responsible. Yeah. I mean, I think she has... I think she has a good head on her shoulders mm-hmm. as far as, you know, doing all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I really wonder, does she know that much more? I mean, she's a sophomore in college yeah. now. <sighs> it's never too late. No. I mean, gosh, I didn't learn till I was uh, 45. Yeah. Well, I think, too, it's, you know, we enable our children. You know, it's, yeah. it's they never our children. And I never wanted for anything else growing up either. I grew up in that kind of household. It's like whatever I wanted, I got. I never had to pay for my insurance. I never had to, you know, I never had to pay for anything. My parents paid my credit card bills. I And that didn't do me any good because that's the same thought process I had as I got older. Someone's going to take care of it. Right. You know, um, but I do think that, you know, we're responsible for helping bring them up to be financially, you know, um, knowledgeable. Well, yeah, and that's where I think teaching things in the schools should be important. And, you know, uh, Greg Merced's book talks about that stuff. Um, Some of the stats here, according to data from the National Finance Educator Council, Mm -hmm. not knowing enough about personal finance costs Americans a total of $295 billion just last year. Wow. In 2018. The average individual credit card debt stands at about 5300 bucks. That's a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Additionally, on a monthly basis, most Americans don't pay their credit card balance in full every month. And 55% don't regularly pay it in full. There are more than 44 million borrowers who collectively owe $1.5 trillion in student loan debt. Yeah. Well, I think the good thing for us is we have been funding the school so there is no debt right now right, for right. her college and we well, plan to do that my parents as, did that yeah for me. as much as as much as we can I mean, she's going into veterinary medicine that's right. gonna be a whole new ball game hey here. you know what I'm, I'm, <laughs> that's where you know what my dad my dad wrote out and this and it's a really silly mm-hmm. thing but it's a really realistic thing my dad and i think i still have a copy of it somewhere made a list mm-hmm. on a piece of paper of all the things that I owed. And I never, I mean, I, I don't think I ever paid that stuff. Maybe, maybe in work, mm-hmm. maybe in <laughs> whatever, but I don't know that I paid that, but there's, there was that budget. Now, again, mom and dad took care of my schooling, which I'm very grateful yeah. for. Um, but this is going to be a little bit more because we're talking about medicine here. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe that's something where we look at it and go, okay, well, here's what's going on. We're willing to make the sacrifice to help you get through this. If down the line you can pay us back, 
in some way, shape, or form just to show that responsibility of her being a student and being able to take advantage of the fact that we can help out like that. Now, we're going to do that as parents, but I think it's really important that we teach that lesson, no? I don't know. I don't know if I'd necessarily agree with you on this. On, Why? On paying back your parents. I don't know. I, I really don't know. I, and I don't know why I feel that way. I just feel, you know, because a lot of kids, I have to give a lot of credit to a lot of kids who work and put their own selves through school. Right. But I don't know because I just didn't grow up with that mindset of paying my parents back for raising me and for putting me through college. They would never expect me to write them a check back. Now, no, no, if no. she did, that great. I, I don't expect that, though. I don't know. Well, uh, Okay. Fair I'm enough. not saying what you're saying is is wrong. No, no, no. I and and I'm not taking it that way at all. I may we may come to some you know mutual understanding of what that is, but at the same time, I guess it's you have to we have to teach our children that it's not it's not just a handout all the time. Right. I know that. Right? And, yeah. And look, if they were bad students and we we're trying to put them through something that, you know, then there's obviously something wrong there. But, you know, she's a great student. She's a really good kid. She's getting things done. Um, I, again, then then you gift it. You know, it's kind of yeah. like when they say if you're going to don't ever borrow money to friends. Yeah. If if you feel that you need to borrow them money give it to him. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't expect her. I don't expect to make a list and say, Hey, if you pay us back, I don't expect that because you know what? That's added pressure. And because I know how our daughter thinks she would have that on her mind as I need to pay mom and dad back. My payment would be living a great life, following through with your education, getting a wonderful job. That's my payback in life. For me, that would be enough payback. Sure, and I'm not talking about the emotional part of it. No, I know I'm talking I'm not. about the financial responsibility part exactly. of it. Exactly. I think there are ways she to can't do that. go get a car and get a loan for a car just by being a good person. No, I I understand that. I understand that those are two different things. If everything is just given to you, you don't learn anything. I didn't learn crap. Well, everything it was all given was to given me. to me. Right, and. I know, and I and I got through my issues of of you know financial stability and learning that you know everybody has their ups and downs when it comes to you know being financially sound and you know you learn from your mistakes. Do you think it's important that the kids learn this in school, like in high I school? I absolutely think it's important in school. I really do, and I wish that was part of every. Did you curriculum. ever take like economics classes or anything? Did yeah. they have? I did take no, nope. They didn't have those in your Mm-mm. in high school. Nope. Because I never took an economics class or anything. They had, I mean, an, I didn't. They had economics, but I don't remember learning about finance. Right. No, no nor do I. Mm-mm. Maybe in math when they said, here's a checkbook, and you did math problems yeah. to balance a checkbook. Yeah, that was probably it. That was probably about it. No, you're right. Mm-hmm. But I think it's important that they teach that. And uh, maybe someday we can get uh, Greg uh, Merced on the phone here to talk about it. Um, he has a... A website tool for kids called busykid.com so uh, it's about what parents should be teaching kids at home if their school is not requiring the classes which uh, might be something worth checking out something that we did too was uh, financial peace university yeah. with uh, Dave Ramsey and uh, 
Well, you know, they have a lot of apps now that parents can control with chores and with and kids have their on their phone. They have their own app. And then when you complete your chore, parents know they check it out. Then they can transfer money into their child's account for for hitting that chore for. You know what I mean? There's a lot of different ways to help. But you know what? You know what? That that to me, I mean, I think it's a it's with the digital age and anything. I get it. But I think that one-on-one time when you say did you take the garbage out or did you clean up your room or did you feed the dogs or you know did you do your laundry or whatever those things that's one-on-one that's conversation that's point a to point b communication where everything in the digital world just it you lose the personal touch i i agree we've lost the personal touch altogether yeah, no, I I agree. I I'm all about writing, creating a board, and writing. You know, <laughs> not that our kids ever did chores, um, but they. <laughs> and it's not too late. It's no, not too it's late. not. They help out when they can, but they've never been paid for chores. I don't. I don't believe in paying for chores. I don't believe in paying for grades. You know, I had friends who would make a whole lot of money with their with their grades, and my parents. What's wrong never, with that? Why don't you? I, because what's I, wrong with that? I don't believe you should be paid for your grades. That Why? is your job. That's your responsibility to get good grades. I'm not going to pay you for getting an A. Okay. Okay. I'm just asking. No, I, I just I see that, and it's like, hey, if that works for you and your kid, that's great. It couldn't be a bonus. I don't know. You know, being alive in my house with the roof over your head and food in your stomach is bonus enough. Why do I have to pay you for grades? All right. <laughs> I, I, see, now you're now that's where you're hardcore. Whereas, bef- you know, well, because I want our kids to live forever under our roof. <laughs> yes, my wife is in fear of being an empty nester. Uh, we make fun of this all the time when we go to the grocery store. I go, someday soon we're going to be quit pushing the little cart instead of the big cart. Yeah, I know, but they just, they don't have to leave. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they- yes, they do. They can be close by. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Sorry. All right. So, uh, yes. So, again, um, uh, Greg Merced's a uh, certified financial planner. We didn't get a chance to talk to him today, but um, he's the founder of the money management tool that's for kids called BusyKid.com. Check that out uh, if you need some help on that. And, uh, yeah, we're always looking to learn. So hopefully uh, something came out of this for, for you. <laughs> um, now, the other thing that uh, you and I are doing is the 3010 Weight Loss for Life. Yeah. And this past weekend, we had a our second check-in for um, yes. how our progress is going. And you are down how much now? Um, nine pounds? Almost that, about nine pounds, yeah. Yeah. I, well, it was like it was like 8.8 or something like yeah, that. So yeah. nine pounds, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Just call it nine pounds. Okay. Which technically isn't two weeks worth. That's like a week and five days, actually, five or six days, because we didn't start. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's really good for, for you. In fact, they were saying that they the, the, the girls over there were saying that, wow, I wish we could lose that much weight in a week. <laughs> so you're doing really well. Well, you are, too. How much have you lost? Um, I'm down 12, 12. Let's just call yeah. it 12. No, I, I can tell. Your face looks thinner. I, I can feel that. Um, I've got a shirt on today that you, you two weeks ago I probably wasn't putting on because I don't like things tight. I like things yeah. loose. Um, so 
You can always tell by your clothes. Like I can tell right? by my underwear. It doesn't roll down in the front. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Yeah, no, it's so true. The elastic bands, you're like, what? I can't I even see the band right Gotta now. Gotta go back to JCPenney. What? <laughs> it's a good feeling though. But uh, so how, I mean, how do you feel? You feel good? Um, Yeah, no, I feel, I feel good. I, you know, I, I feel good when I see that number, you know, I feel good that I've stuck with it. I mean, right. it has a lot to do with my self-control. Right. And I mean, every second, every minute is a choice. Yes. Because I have a choice. I made, cho- mm-hmm. uh, so Mia made chocolate chip cookies last night. Oh yeah, I smelled them. I was them. dying and I'm sitting there drinking my water mm-hmm. and thinking, oh, and then she had in and out the other night and I was like, oh, this is killing me. But right. you know, it is, it's self-control and every minute I got to think to myself, okay, you're doing this for a reason. You're yeah. doing this for a reason. So, and you know, I think that's a whole part. And what we've talked about so much about losing weight is it's a mind thing. You have to have the right mindset to do it. And you got, that's where you have to be strong. It's not necessarily muscle strength. It's mind strength yeah. because yeah, no, I totally agree with you. Shopping at the grocery store is a <laughs> sorry. Well, God bless you. Thank you. Thank you for not doing that right directly on the microphone. Um, I going made the grocery comment sh- right, right? When we were grocery shopping. It's depressing. I said this isn't fun anymore. No, it. <laughs> Bless you again. Yeah. I've been doing that all day today. Yeah, yeah it's not fun. It's not fun anymore. No. I'm sorry. I go to the grocery store. I can't have that. I can't have that. I can't have that. Oh, the girls will like these. Mm-hmm. We can't have that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, yeah, I But know. you know what? I really think that that is, this is the heavy lifting. Yeah. What we're doing, what we're going through right now to get down to our quote unquote goal weight is the heavy lifting and it's the getting your mind right to to yeah. be able to, once you get to that goal weight, to be able to manage that goal weight. And that's going to be the challenge. So Yeah. I can't wait to have Estella and some wings. Oh, I'm telling you, man. Hey, on vacation, I'm I'm going to tell, I'm telling the girls, I'm like, look, I'm going on vacation. I'm going to do my best to stick with everything, right? Oh. But uh, I am having, I, I am going to have a couple cocktails. Well, I'm telling you, I have, uh, next month, I have a business trip at the end of the month. And oh. I also have Deepak, my Deepak. But think about that. But I'm going to tell you, I'm going to have a glass of wine. I can't lie about that. And you know what? I just got to know that I'm accountable for every choice that I make. Right. And if I get back on the scale and I'm up a few pounds, that's no one to blame but myself. And I'm going to have to get back on it. But you know what you can do out there? You can do some exercise. Oh, I do. That's why I'm there. I mean, I do a lot of meditation and yoga. Yeah, but that's not exercise. Like heart rate. Like walk on the beach. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fine. But I have to be realistic. I don't. Don't That's think I'm going to avoid every single. No, no, I'm. Uh, I'm not going to. I'm not going to lie and say I'm going to avoid drinking any alcohol because I probably will have a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. Well, see, that's okay. But that's see, your but choice. see, but that's my choice. But that's also, I'll be accountable for that as well. Like, right. okay, if I go up a few pounds because I drank some wine, okay, life happens. Life happens, and life's too short, and I'm not going to pass up on it. I said, I, I totally get that. Um, that's why. You know, like even when we go to uh, on our vacation, we'll be able to eat seafood. So that's all that there's things that are there. It's just let's not blow it out of the water. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) At least you're honest. I have to be honest. I have to own it. And I've been owning it 
I've been owning everything. So, but that's where that all I'm saying is that's where that real challenge is. All right, here comes the vacation. What are you gonna do? I know. What are you gonna do? I know, and it's uh, it's a reflection on me. No, I'm and not hurting go, anybody. I'm gonna blow it out of the water. I'm not even gonna try. I'm not seriously. No one else is gonna feel my pain except me. Mm-hmm. So I'm not cheating anyone but myself. Gotcha. So fair enough. Okay. Well, congratulations on how far you are oh, right now. Same to you. I think it's awesome. That's awesome. So, all right. That's going to wrap up the podcast for today. Thanks for checking it out. Remember, you can always get it on um, the Facebook page, on the uh, website at coolradio.com. Um, and it comes out every week. You can subscribe, click the notifications, and rate the podcast in iTunes and, of course, on the radio.com app. Follow me on social media on Facebook and Twitter. It's at CharlieOnAir1. And most importantly, thanks for your ears. Until next week, love you guys. It's the Loving Life Podcast.